0: Welcome to the Heroic Hour podcast, the show where we help established owners get mission ready for life. I'm your host, Nicholas McGill, and this is episode 206. And on this episode, we're going to talk about what to do when you're already on the road, but you notice you don't have a map. So there's the problem. You don't don't have a map. Imagine you're loading up with a bunch of friends to go on an epic road trip. Everyone is eager to leave and have a great time, but no one knows where they're going. No one knows what to pack or what they'll need on the trip or how long they're going to be gone, but they all just know that they want to be rich and happy at the end, right? So this is kind of what business owners do from time to time. They jump in with both feet, don't set clear goals, don't communicate with the team to get, to get everybody on the same page, and they, they kind of skip over all the boring stuff, right? All the boring prep work these days, all the planning, the gear check, the communications, the meetings, all the prudent steps to ensure success. That's the formidable work, and many just skip it. And that's the problem. They just want to get to the end of the road, and then they just expect to succeed. But as you may or may not know, 96% of them over the course of years end up broken down and hitchhiking home, right? 96% of them don't make it to their 10th birthday. But there are so many owners out there who start this way, all ambition, all fire, and they've already left home. And if you're one of them, and you're smart enough and self-aware enough, It's dawned on you that you're probably underprepared and you don't have a plan. And few want to even admit this, and I get it. We're prideful. We're egotistical, alphas, hell-bent on success, but we must acknowledge the current position that we're in before we can chart a new course. And for many, if not most, the current position is this. As a business owner, you may not know your current position or the current position of the business. You might not you, you might have no map of the model, no plans, no documents, nothing that you adhere to, and you might struggle to admit this. And I see it all the time. And we see it all the time in heroic media, in our consulting practice. We, some, we see really cool, ambitious business owners who do epic things, but they set sail without a plan. And, and they have had some success, weathered some failures, but they want to grow and expand. The, the problem is they also just want they want to skip over the problem and go straight to slingshotting, past past just bouncing back or becoming healthy and go straight to explosive growth. I get it. Everyone wants that. Everybody wants to go straight to the fairy tale finish, but it doesn't work that day that way. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about some of the most basic elements that owners take for granted. That that fundamental groundwork for the growing the business. Specifically, we're going to talk about what we consider the map That that map you forgot to pack when you started your journey into the endeavor that you're in. All of the words, numbers, and pictures involved. Now, when I say map, I'm referring to the map of the business model, which is an essential ingredient to developing a growth engine. We need to start with a clear, fixed position and an understanding of the business model as it exists today. Working or not, we need that snapshot for many reasons. And it's not enough just to have the snapshot. That isn't the point just to have paper. It isn't, it's not enough that uh, if you engage with us that an outsider like us understands your business model in our own language. It's essential that you and your team understand and acknowledge where you're at, know your business model, what's working, what's not, long before anybody can start recommending some possible improvements. Further, that map that you might have is useless if you don't follow it and refer to it. If you deviate from your charted course and don't track your business, you'll be lost in no time. But long before that happens, there are some other fundamental things you need to get in order that mapping and that process of strategic thinking and planning does for you. A map is many things, but essentially it's a combination of words, numbers, and pictures that are important to your journey. But if we or you and your team aren't speaking the same language, or if we're looking at different numbers and different pictures, it really becomes difficult to plot a a course and succeed. So we're going to talk about this, this fundamental stage of growth gained from simply getting clear on the words, numbers and pictures that make up the map and plans for your business. This is a big topic. And that I'll probably have to circle back to a few times because there's so much to cover and consider here. But you're, if you're listening to this now, you you probably want to grow your business. And I'm assuming if you already had a map, you'd be fast-forwarding through this going on to the next episode. But maybe you do have a map, and maybe, maybe you have a model clearly mapped out or a business plan drafted, but you haven't used it since you first put it together. And that's another fundamental problem. Some owners take the time to put a plan together, create a map for growth of, the, of their business in the beginning, and they use it to secure a loan from the bank, or their parents, or whomever, or an investor, and then they throw it away, or they bury it under a pile of papers, file it away, and it's collecting dust somewhere. And so now, a little further down the road, everything looks different. You're in a completely different space, and even if you could find the old map that you had, it doesn't Show your current position or the current condition of the business or how it's operated, or how, what all the parts are. So it's time to draft a new one. But why do you need a map in the first place? People want to naturally skip over this. But the reality is long before you can, we can start to look at adding processes, systems, data, metrics, dashboards and leverage them and really get fancy... And, and get spicy figuring out all the new tweaks and, and kind of nuanced, uh, sophisticated methods to grow the business. You need a shared language. You need uh, shared metrics and, and shared visuals. It comes down to getting real about the simple words, numbers, and pictures. And so the question is, are you avoiding them or are you embracing them? Because of course you need a map or a plan. You need to put together the pictures and words that tell you where your goal or end result is and how to get there. But we take this concept for granted because we assume the pictures and words that we're using are the same that everyone else is using inside of any business model. And that's what, that's inherently what all these plans and these maps give us. They give us clarity and ensure that we're using the same words to talk about the same concepts that we're looking at the same pictures and in agreement about the numbers and which ones matter. These, this, these are far more important than most people realize until they hit a ceiling of growth in their business. Then there's a lot of work that has to be done long before we get even to like sprinkle in the heroic dust into the mix. So before we get to the fancy complex stuff and the, the, the tactical things, we have to be look, taking a look at this map. But with all of this problem, so if anybody out there doesn't have a map right now or they don't have a strategic business plan of any kind, there's also a possibility. There's an opportunity in all of this. So if you don't have a map, the opportunity is the the growth potential you'll have from developing one because simply by increasing the strategic awareness as an owner or with your team, and improving the language and, and sharpening the image and metrics of, of how the business operates, you can improve the results of the business or department that you're looking to grow. The process of crafting, executing, discussing, and refining plans to improve your results, if you're truly committed to them, can help grow your business. Just the process of doing this will, will improve your eyesight and what you see and where you go. But most most owners... Don't have any kind of map or plan. There is no document. The plan lives in their head. How many out there can relate to that? Does the plan live in your head? This is just another form of denial to to basically avoid admitting that you don't have a plan. If your plan lives in your head, if it's not on paper, it doesn't exist. And at the beginning of every project uh, we enter into with every single client, we ask about, hey, send us the existing plans and documents and very few owners even of established businesses that are doing fairly well can provide anything and if they do it's something they drafted right then and there or they give us the original business plan that's years and years and years old and looks nothing like the business that they're in so there's you know and they use it to secure that loan right so Guess what our our first mission becomes when we run into this situation? Well, the first mission in order to, on that journey of growing your business, is to create a plan and a map, right? And people lie about this all the time from this place of shame. And we ask them, hey, show me the paper. And then some of them just, they don't have it. And it's like, and we have to point this out because we have to own where we are. We have to be real about where we are and just start operating on the truth. If you don't have a foundation, well, it's time to build one because we're going to need it where we're going. It's going to get a lot more complex from here on in. But the reality is most owners are out there just winging it. And they know that that's a bad strategy because that's why they hide it in denial. If you don't have a plan, you also don't have a map. And you also, you don't have a language or a means of orienting yourself in your business or orienting others to help you reach your goals. And that's why many seek outside guidance from companies like ours in the first place. Without a true map and a plan, you will hit a ceiling in your business as far as where you can grow, right? Because you're not being efficient. But with a map, with some strategic processes, you can start to sharpen your efforts and grow as a business. That's the benefit. And this is that just one, you know, foundational first stage of building a growth engine within your business. So we can do this. We uh, we can help you do this, or um, you can start an initiative on your own using any number of methods out there to start to come up with documents or strategic plans and maps for your business. But if you're not in the habit of doing this, you might want to get some outside help. Because getting from A to B, reaching your goal is a hell of a lot harder when you're flying blind. And it takes much longer if you ever make it at all because you're flying blind. But not having a map isn't the only real problem. It's not just about the, these documents, right? It's also not having a map is also a good indicator that you don't have a common strategic language or a lock, an agreement on the metrics in the company either. At least none that are consistent, consistently used and relied upon to inform the decision making. Right? There's likely a lot of confusion in, the, in businesses without maps, multiple languages and many words and different pictures used to describe the same thing. So there's a lot of confusion when these things are used. And I understand all the reasons why people don't have these documents, that they don't have the time. I've heard all the stories about why owners don't have these things and why they don't, don't even though they might believe in them and believe in the value of them, they haven't taken the time to do it. There are many excuses and 99% of them are basically boiled down to a human preference to avoid the work that doesn't deliver that chemical instant sense of gratification, right? That's what makes this work formidable. And it also makes it even more important and important not to neglect because this is the strategic, this is the future of your business right here. When you These maps are literally create the path for the future of your business. Otherwise, you stay winging it. And the, the odds, the st- statistics, the jury is in on this, it doesn't end well. It doesn't end where you want it to go. You don't achieve goals this way. And the other 1% of the excuse that we hear is like basically comes from this place of phobia that, that there, there's the, that a little planning, little planning is the gateway drug to, to taking no action. Now, it's true that a business that is all planning, all strategy gets nothing done. This is true. But if you're spending 0% on strategy and planning, all that gets done gets you nowhere. If the business is all tactical all the time, sure, there's a flurry of activity, but there's no real sustainable business, no infrastructure. It's all firefighting, putting out the day's fires, making no net headway year over year. It's like having a goal of wanting to fly across the country. You can stand there and flap your arms and sweat the entire time and measure all the little buckets of sweat or you can take a moment to think about where you want to go, figure out the best way to get there, grab an app, look at the price of tickets, book the airline, book your flight, pack your pack your bags, and and so on, right? And just go. And obviously, and that's an extreme example, but obviously when we're talking about flying, you can do most of those steps in seconds these days, but the steps are still there and we take them for granted that we're going through that process. But we don't have those processes often baked into our business. It's not, you're not one app away from solving this problem of not having a map in your business flapping your arms may make you feel busy you might go home and sleep well because you're exhausted right you feel busy you you know you have all that anxiety but these are false signals but because did you get anywhere no and this is what's happening to most business owners they're they're lying to themselves about their pro, their progress they're lost in these addictive coping mechanisms and false vanity vanity metrics like measuring buckets of sweat or more specifically, more likely at kind of the intellectual knowledge work level, anxiety, worry, counting the number of problems you have on your plate. Anxiety is a big one because it it's a delu- it's a delusional um, factor. You know, many have deluded themselves into thinking that suffering and all of this depression and anxiety and overwhelm is better than living in the truth and getting real with the pictures, numbers, and words of their business. And this is just this is the ego criticizing and sabotaging the business, pure and simple. The ego is trying to preserve itself and it's saying things like, you can't be off track if you never laid track in the first place. You can't be off track if you never set goals in the first place. And the problem with all of this is, this is what everybody does, right? The problem is, by trying to avoid strategic goal setting and trying to avoid and deny the numbers, pictures, and words in the business, the truth of where you're at and where you want to go, you also don't achieve anything with all the, the, the smoke screens you're putting up. I've got great memes for some of these points that I'll, I'll post in the show notes, and you can find those over at getheroic.com, and I'll spell that out for you a little later. But if if any of this resonates with you, or you need to check your ego and ask yourself, like, You know, is living this lie that just eats at you, um, living in these excuses for why you haven't gotten strategic in your business, and are all of the bullshit excuses around that that you can't escape, is that better than just looking at the truth and getting real about the pictures, numbers, and words in your business and actually handling things, actually doing something about it? Which way do you think will give you long-term relief and, uh, you know, a really good night's sleep? So what happens, inevitably, probably, hopefully, some of you build up a little bit more courage when you get ready to get out of that hole, and you start setting goals. You start carving out some plans, but then you run into another problem. For the few who set the goals, and for the few who create some maps, most quickly, you know, bury their heads in the sand, right? Or or an overwhelming majority of the people who create goals do the same thing we all do on January 1st, which is, you know we, we you know, it, it's the same thing as New Year's resolutions, right? January 1st comes, your resolutions start, and you burn rubber away from that date, never look back in your rear view for, for months or weeks or years, right? You just avoid it. You have no accountability. You're not looking at those pictures, numbers, and words. You're out of alignment with the commitment that you originally made, and you're basically avoiding them instead of embracing them. So here's the other side of this. Along with that avoidance, The next step, and this is perhaps way more common, and many of you will agree with this, is to try to outsource any and all critical and strategic thinking, right? You think that there's some app out there, some product, some service, some system that is going to save you. Is there a turnkey solution out there? Hell no. The people who build things that that are marketed as turnkey systems, right, they... They know exactly how desperate you are. They just want your money, and they know you care more about feeling busy than making real progress. So guess what they sell you? Systems designed to give you feedback that deliver more fake progress. They basically give you participation trophies based on false metrics, and they'll sell them to you all day if you want to subscribe to those systems. And so that brings up another problem in all of this as you're seeking for you know, the words, pictures, and, and the numbers to design your map, which is another common thing that people do is they try to adopt language from vendors or systems or things that are out there. They, they accept the framework of what's put out there. And there's a problem with that. Adopting the vendor language is rarely a good idea because it's designed to deceive you. You can't just borrow language from vendors, from the marketing systems and the way they'd like to present the the business problems you might be facing. Language and content are tools of the trade. And just by getting you to use certain language, they can get you to adopt their frame of mind and belief system. And time and time again, that belief system is some version or variation of every problem is a nail, and this tool or system is the right and only hammer to use for the job. So using this framing language, vendors warp uh, the strategic business perspective. They they warp your sense of the problem. And so when you think of the apps and systems you use... um, you know honestly on the other end of this i've been on both sides of this deal we've seen it by design we get down to the micro behavior uh, uh, level about how can we put more things in the ui ux to create those feedback loops to keep users using and it does come down into the psychology of it all and it, you know, again this these are just other systems of words pictures and numbers But these are not positioned for your business, the user's business, to win. Very rarely does a vendor have a keen eye around uh, what the true goals of that business or that end-user business really is. And very rarely are they offering something that uh, will give you the results that you want or the results that are often promised or marketed. So, And also another problem with looking to borrow language from the vendor level is usually that's a tactical layer of, of activity, and it changes often. So instead of having strategic language for how you talk about your business, you're you're adopting the language of the day based on a, a tactic that may change because the conditions may change. That tool may no longer be valid. And so that means that you'd be cycling through a new language every time something changes. You change systems or you learn something new. And that is really expensive. It slows things down and and increases cost to train other people, let alone yourself, and it becomes even more bothersome. And if the bulk of your effort and energy is on this tactical layer, you will never have the time, energy, or attention to think and move strategically to grow your business. So you need strategic language and, and it needs to be kind of your own or removed from the tactical layer of things so you can create, look at, and talk about the pictures, words, and numbers inside the business in a truthful way to keep you on track with your goals. And so the fix here, the real opportunity, comes down to getting real about, again, the words, numbers, and pictures, the language, the metrics, and the maps inside your business. Basically, right, are you speaking the same language as your partners and team and those that can help you? And do the numbers add up, and if so, what are they saying? And then another question is, are we all looking at the same picture? If the words, numbers, and pictures aren't the same, it's almost impossible to communicate effectively, let alone reach that goal, whatever your goal may be. And this is one of those hidden, underlying root problems that strategic planning solves that owners take for granted. Speaking the same language. You, your team, and your vendors speaking the same language. Right, Getting clear about the numbers and what they mean. There are many ways to disguise, obfuscate, and bury the truth in bad data. A majority of marketers and business owners do it every day. You better commit to living in the truth at least internally in your business when it, come, when it comes to looking at the numbers. And you also have to make sure that you're looking at that same picture because there are many ways to map out a business model. So there are many different ways to see it. Right? Are you looking at an x-ray or an MRI? make sure you're using ones that translate well and you're looking at the same image when you're talking with your team or anybody you might work with. You know, when it comes to pictures, there are so many there are so many ways to visualize what's going on in a business, and every one of them comes with their own philosophies, biases, and methods. And so if you're you're trying to achieve anything with a team, you need to be looking at the same picture. And all of this also requires a long-term view. Again, this goes back to why you don't take tactical language, why you don't adopt tactical language. If it was short-term, it would be more tactical, but you need to hold on to a, a, a strategic um, framework for your business. You need to have a map that you can use for a longer term with the business that doesn't change as easily or as quickly or as often and isn't subject to the volatility of all the changes at the tactical level. Right? People struggle with these kinds of commitments, but you know, would you rather suffer day in, day out or grow year over year? It's up to you. There's a, there's a correlation behind staying in that all-tactical game where you're firefighting every day and then you're looking to to get achieve this year-over-year growth. You really have to have the right language. So bottom line, get real about the, the words, numbers, and pictures. Get it on paper. When you start getting real with the, the words, numbers, and pictures, some awesome things start to happen. One, you know your position and momentum relative to your go- goals right? You are in the game. Even if you're losing the game, at least you're finally back in it. And I'd rather be in the game than on the sidelines any day of the week. I hate being on the sidelines. Some people like it. Some people love live to be fans. I think of them as consumers and users and clients and customers. And sometimes if we're not doing the B2B thing, but I get bored on the sidelines. I'm like the, the dog in the soccer field. I want to be in the game. I want to drive my destiny. How about you? That's, that's kind of what, you know, most owners want to be, need to be reminded of, hey, do you want to be in the game or on the sidelines and let things happen to you? If you're letting things happen to you when the bad things happen to you, you're going to play victim. So, you know, own, own the reality, get back in the game, look at the scoreboard. And another benefit about getting real with all of these words, numbers, and pictures is you're looking at the same scoreboard. You might even know the score, maybe, maybe not, depending on your data sources inside your business. But you can finally tell if you're winning and losing, or winning or losing, and if you're in the right game, right? And just by doing these things, it means you cut out 90% of the excuses and can focus on addressing the gap between you and your goals, whatever they may be. The challenges you're left with when you get real with, with the, you know, the words, numbers, and pictures, the challenges you're left with are much smaller than you think, because you can finally measure them. The unknown dragons we tend to battle with in our heads are often bigger and scarier than the ones we face in real life because, spoiler alert, dragons don't exist. Uh, and, and so there's a, there's a fourth benefit that comes with getting real about these things is you can create a plan to reach your goal and you can get get out of the larger problems that you've endured for years, You can put out a lot of fires in a day, but usually you won't make net progress against some of the larger problems that you're facing. Now, I'm not going to tell you, you know, which method to guide or map your business is better, which language is better to use, what framework is better to use, because just about anything is better than the placeholder of doing nothing, even if you're inventing it completely from scratch. As long as you're starting to get honest about the words, numbers, and pictures in your business, now you're creating a map built on the truth that will tell you where you're at and you can chart a course to where you want to go, right? These things make up the language and the metrics and the maps for your business and your life. So stop hiding from them. Make sure you're speaking the same language. And if you need to, learn a language and don't hide from your own ignorance, right? Get educated. It's okay, It's okay to admit that, hey, man, I I don't know the best way to talk about these things. I don't have a word for this or that. Believe me, there's plenty of words out there. And, you know, we use a combination of approaches to help clients map out their business models, including canvases, um, various maps, uh, assessments. And if you'd like some outside help and guidance with any of this foundational work, you can check out our website at getheroic.com. That's G-E-T-H-E-R-O-I-K.com. And there's a get started tab right there. And underneath that, there's an application for a rapid fire assessment. And you just give us a little bit of info about you and your business. And we look at that and decide if we're a good fit for each other and we'll reach out uh, or we'll give you, uh, um, you know, another great resource. uh, We'll point point you to one. And so um, to kind of wrap things up, the topics that I'll cover on this podcast will often be way more complicated than saying over and over again, numbers, Pictures and and words, right? I don't, uh, I don't like covering the basic fluff. There are plenty of high carb podcasts that that have that market covered, right? But you know, building a growing business is really an intellectual sport, and so you need to have the energy and endurance. Also, but it's essential that uh, you learn about these things as they're going to get more complex because we're going to go into more advanced topics and you need to ensure your efforts are aligned with your goals here. So th- these, this is just, to me, this is basic, but to you, it might be new. So it's important to ramp things up, get involved, find a way to map your business, find a way to get aligned, make sure everybody on your team is looking at the numbers, the words, and the pictures in your business, and you're all on the same page. So if you like what you heard, um, be sure to check out our website at www.getheroic.com. Again, that's G-E-T-H-E-R-O-I-K.com. Until next time, I'm Nicholas McGill, and you've just heard another awesome episode of The Heroic Hour.